if you've been around for more than a couple of minutes, you know I talk about phone sites a lot. And the reason I do that is <clears throat> everyone knows the power of lead pages, click funnels, and all these other programs, but they don't understand the simplicity of phone sites. It's less expensive, it's easier to use, and it's a phenomenal program. So check it out. Uh, I'll have the link in the show notes below. Definitely give phone sites a shot and see how it can help you explode your business. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we are visited again by Jay Brooks, senior of the Knights Hall. How's Hello, it going? everyone. Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me back. Uh, really excited to be back on your show. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Knights Hall has been moving. Uh, we've been uh, not only growing with the number of fighters uh, that we have doing our full contact medieval fighting, uh, but uh, we're putting on lots of shows. Yeah. Uh, we've got two or three, sometimes four shows a month happening currently. Uh, we've got one this weekend in Union, Connecticut oh, wow. called Blood and Steel. It's sold out. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's completely sold out. We're doing uh, 10 on 10s and 5 on 5s. And, and, you know, so 10 on 10s are people with halberds and, and uh, uh, axes and running around beating each other up in, yeah. a, in an army of 10 guys or a squad of 10 guys. That's really cool. Uh, and then we'll do that for a few hours, of, and then we'll do some five-on-fives, and we have some duels happening. But that event sold out, uh, which is you know great for great for us. You know, yeah. our our sports on the on the rise. People are starting to understand what we're doing. Uh, we've got a great event uh, happening right in Nashua next weekend. Uh, the November 2nd, and it's called Night Fights. Okay. And it's one-on-one uh, matched uh, weight classes. Okay. So it's weight classes just like you'd have in MMA or boxing, uh, but it's five rounds uh, of fighting, 10-point hmm. uh, must system, judges score it, uh, and there'll be a variety of weapons. So there'll be matched longsword fights, matched axe fights, matched sword fights, and falchion fights, uh, uh, men's and women's categories. Okay. So, it's a really cool event, uh, and really shows you the individual uh, prowess of each fighter. Yeah, that is really cool. Because um, I remember the last time you came on, you know, we talked a little bit about the the league itself and kind of what it looked like. But afterwards, when I started looking into it, I'm like, oh, I have so many questions. <laughs> so, like the weapons themselves. Um, so I know you said swords, swords, axes, halberds, maces. Hand axes, two-handed axes, great axes, glaives, partisans, you know. If it was a medieval weapon uh, that you could slash with, we use it. Okay. So you don't use things like mauls or anything like that? Uh, so mauls uh, were designed to break someone through their armor. Yeah. Right? And so like warhammers were, too. Yeah. So you don't have to penetrate the armor to kill someone in, in armor wearing, so, using one of those. So yeah. we don't, we don't, don't get to use, use those. Oh, right? I, we'd, like to, we'd like to fight with a guy on Tuesday. Yeah. Right? Or have him go to work. Right? So, so yeah, we don't do that. I have, I have a pair of flails that we used on the television show. Uh, that I had custom made, we used in the finals of the show, mm-hmm. and I won't let people use them. Yeah, right. They were television show. They were a night fight. You know, they wanted them. We brought them out there. There too. There are too few people who can fight with them effectively, safely yeah. for us to use them. Yeah. So I've got them sitting at the night's hall. If anyone ever wants to handle them, they're about 13, 14 pounds each. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> It's. I love the. I love all this stuff. You know, we went over that last time, and 
Um, I just had this image of myself walking out there with like a big two-handed maul. And I, well, I can't do that, but that's still cool. But you picture. can walk out there with two-handed axe. <laughs> yes, yeah, so right. Really, really and it's cool. I'm talking real steel axes. Yeah. You know, five six pounds. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Oh, that's awesome. So you had some events like you were talking about. You have the events yeah. coming up. Um, you do. So I remember the last time you had added some new classes. Yes, we um, did. So how is the schedule looking now? Because every time I look, it's just getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah, we have we have classes now seven days a week. Um, our Friday classes and our Saturday classes are often uh, canceled because we're having events, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, they're smaller classes anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, but we are our, our Sundays through Thursdays are, are booked. We're also open up sparring uh, basically five days, six days a week. We have sparring now so that uh, fighters who have been training can show up and get actual, you know, full contact sparring in. Yeah. Uh, and we're doing a lot more of the sparring uh, because now that fighters have been training long enough, yeah. now I can actually have them fighting all the time. Yeah. And the more you fight, the better you get. You know, yeah. you want to take those drills that you've been doing in class and you want to apply them for real mm -hmm. in a safe environment. You don't want to do it the first time you're in a longsword tournament when <laughs> someone's trying to hit you with True. with a steel weapon. Yeah. You want to do that again and again and again in yeah. soft, you know, fighting, uh, which we call combat. Okay. That's pretty cool. So I love that. Look at that. So you get the classes. Um I don't even know where you're going that. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, you can fight at the Knights Hall just about every day of the week. Yeah. Right? And if mm. you if you let me know and you're a monthly student, you know, a few students come together and go, hey, we want to use the practice hall on a day where we're not doing anything. Yeah. We let them use the hall. Yeah. You know, you're members of my school. You get, you get to use my facility. Yeah. So when you guys get to the fighting, because I know when you get – into other context sports like MMA and things like that, especially on the professional level, um, they have a lot of restrictions on when you can fight. Because if you have a fight professionally, then you have to wait like five or six months before you have another fight because mm -hmm. um, they don't want you to hurt yourself and all that. And I'm assuming the, the league hasn't gotten to that type of point Well, yet. we're not at that point yet, and we have this the beauty of having yeah. real armor on. Yeah. So... Uh, a lot of the times when you're beaten, you're beaten because you're exhausted. Yeah. Because you're carrying 65 to 85 pounds of gear. Yeah. Right? Or you've been dri driven to the ground. Mm. Right? And three points of contact to the ground, you're out. Okay. So you may not be hurt, or you may be hurt but not injured. Yeah. But you're out. Yeah. Right? And you could be out in five seconds if you're in a, in a team fight. Yeah. You could be the first guy taken down. And you're like, all right, so the fight goes on around me for two more minutes. Mm -hmm. Right? You're not tired at all. You went down. You <laughs> slipped on a leaf, right? Or or someone get, got a good nice takedown on you. Yeah. But you're not tired, so you get to go fight. And what we try to do is we do have our own like concussion protocol. If we find that someone got a concussion, we we send them out for it, and we hold them off eight weeks, twelve weeks, clearance from the doctor type stuff. So okay, so we we're good with that stuff. Uh, we want fighters to, to judge themselves, whether they're hurt or injured, Yeah. right? And, you know, a lot of us can do a lot of things hurt. I've been hurt for 30 years. I've been doing <laughs> sword fighting for, you know, since 1981. So uh, I, I hurt every day. But uh, I'm not injured. Well, I am at the moment. I broke my foot last week in a sparring accident. Oh, I but, saw that, yeah. 
hey, <laughs> training, you know, you got to train hard, right? Yep. And if you're not training hard, uh, your fights are going to uh, cost, yep. right? Because you'd rather bleed in, in the training room than bleed while you're, you know, in a, in a competition. Yeah. Hmm. So, next another question I have is, so what are the rules on the actual um, event? Because I know you said three points of contact, you're out. So you fall down. So we have a couple of different things. Mm-hmm. We have duels, we have night fights, yeah, and then we have melees. Yeah. So in duels, duels are point based, kind of like amateur boxing, okay. where the number of strikes uh, in the three rounds are what matter. Mm-hmm. So you get hit with the weapon. Uh, you're fighting sword and shield. Uh, points get counted by counters with pitch counters, uh, two counters for each fighter, uh, counting the blows that land on them. And then those get tallied up and given to the referee who determines who the winner is. That's duels. Night fights are uh, punching, kicking, throwing. Weapons edges are the most important thing, so those strikes are the most important thing, but it's part of a 10-point must system. So did you get thrown to the ground? Uh, Did you you know, have ring dominance, Yeah. right? Uh, were you uh, just reacting to the fight or were you fighting? Yeah. Uh, so those types of things, so ring generalship and control of the fight and control of the pace and uh, weapon skills, those are all weighed into a 10-point must system by a judge, and the judges score it just like they would do in other, you know, mixed martial art or whatever when they're doing 10-point must. Okay. Huh, that's so that's cool. that. Yeah. And then, and so that's our that's our highest level fighters are are doing the high end night fights because mm-hmm. those are uh, five rounds at two minutes each. Yeah, that's a right? lot. Of, that's a, a lot, lot of work. <laughs> that's a lot of work. That's ten minutes of of fighting in armor. Yeah. Uh, and then we have melees, and melees are three on three, five on five, ten on ten, sixteen on sixteen, three on thirty, etc. And those rules pretty much stay the same. And the rules in that are. Uh, you're supposed to ground your opponent. So you're supposed to take your opponent to the ground. Yep. They can either submit through pain compliance, which is they're in too much pain. They go, okay, put me down, right? Generally, if you're in pain, get to the ground, yep. right? So you've got people going to the ground from pain compliance. You've got people going to the ground from being knocked to the ground. You've got people being thrown to the ground mm-hmm. in grapples. Uh, you've got people being struck to the ground through impact, uh, through either checking, cross-checking, or uh, st- weapon strikes, which yeah. is my favorite. Yeah. I, I like to see the weapon swinging, and that's what the audience really likes to see. Yeah. Uh, and the weapons will do real damage. If no one was wearing armor, they'd be in serious trouble. Yeah. Right. But because we're wearing these steel helmets, yeah. and you can see if you look at this one... There are a myriad of dents in this time. It's pretty much time for this guy to get retired. Yeah. But uh, that's been hit by halberds in Spain and Poland and Ukraine. And that's going to leave a good impact when you actually get hit with one of those. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and they don't dent easy, right? Yeah. But we have, within, within our helmets, we have um, several types of foam. So we have um, an anti-vibrational foam like Zorbethane that we put in there. Uh, we put... Uh, an, uh, an anti-concussion foam from a company called Unequal. Yeah, Halo is one of them. There, there's a number of different ones that Unequal has that we put in there, and that conf- confirms or 
it changes kinetic energy into thermal energy, okay. which is kind of neat. Yeah. And then uh, and then we have these padded liners that go on the inside that are padded with wool and linen, mm. and that is another layer of padding. Yeah. And it's also within a suspension, so it hangs on your helmet kind of like a... Uh, an army helmet does. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. it's got that that distance between the outside and the inside, and so it's suspended on some points, and so you've got the vibrational foam and the concussion foam and all that. So we're really looking out for yeah the head for our heads. Yeah. Uh, so we can do this stuff and not you know have yeah. any troubles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then our body armor uh, is generally steel plate. Uh, chain mail or mail doesn't really work for this. Mm. Uh, that's for uh, anyone who's stabbing, we don't do any stabbing. Yeah. So there's no thrusting in our sport because no one recovers from 12 <laughs> inches of steel through their chest. Yeah. So we don't do any of that. And uh, that's firmly trained into our fighters. Mm-hmm. So we don't really have those problems. I can think of one occasion in eight years, nine years of doing the sport under this rule set that someone stabbed at someone in the face. Yeah. Right. And yeah. And it was an accident, and uh, and no one got hurt, and, uh, but it was like, ooh, that was scary. Yeah, like that could have gone really bad. <laughs> that could have gone really bad. Yeah, because yeah, you've um, got all the holes in there. And, yeah, yeah, and, and you'll notice that, you know, we've got uh, closed in spaces where it's narrower than the width of the sword, uh, so I don't want my swords to be able to go into the helmet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. So, um you do a lot of, like I said, a lot of events out of the night hall itself. Yes, and we do. You were talking about expanding a little bit and finding other ones. So we'll yeah, yeah. So uh, thank you. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, so uh, at the night hall, we have a very limited venue. We've sold out close to forty some odd events yeah. at the hall because we have a limited limited seating capacity, and uh, we've decided that we were going to expand out of the night hall and uh, start holding. Uh, local events at other local venues. We've got a venue in Taunton uh, where we are going to be putting on a couple of events, Seats 300, and I'm partnering with with that venue so that we can hold these events. And it's good for both both businesses. They get some money, we get some money, it's great, right? And it promotes the sport. And I want to do that with uh, potential partners here in Southern New Hampshire and uh, Northeastern Mass. Okay. Uh, to do the same thing uh, so that uh, not only you know venues need things to happen at them mm-hmm. and we've got a show that people are buying tickets for nonstop yeah uh, so uh, we've got a product that people just don't have yeah um, and it's real fighting and once people understand that what we're doing is real fighting uh, yes it's not sharpened steel and we're not trying to kill each other we're trying to best each other Mm-hmm. And once people figure that it's not just a, a show and theatrically set up, they go, oh, my goodness. Once they smell the ozone, yeah. right, and the steel starting to clang together, and they, they start to get anxious, and, and they get into it, and they're not even sitting on the seats anymore. They're all standing. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yeah, so a lot of your events go like that, kind of the, the whole audience is... Yeah, yeah. The the audience always. I don't. I don't know if we've ever had an audience that didn't like when they saw it. Went, oh my god, this is. I've never believed that people would do this to each other. Yeah. And then you find a lot of people go, 
how do I do it? Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> and I love finding those guys. You yeah. Because when that spark happens, yeah. you know, you've got someone who, who really wants to do this thing. I'd love to have them and help them to do it. Yeah. Uh, but putting on shows, you know, for the kids and the adults, you know, we have fans in their 70s down to kids. Yeah. Uh, enjoying what we do. Yeah. That's really cool. And, you know, the medieval fighting is really big nowadays. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, it's really big in pretty much every media you can come to. So it's just like, it's really good. We've got know, a, an, we're doing an event. Uh, so we've got the event at the Knights Hall on the 2nd. We've got that event in Taunton on the 23rd of November. But we also have in Long Beach, California, we're putting on an event on November 10th, nice. which is kind of our introduction to uh, the Legion Sports Fest. Uh, and we're doing uh, Legion of Steel Armored Combat Classic. And we're basically doing a demo this year mm-hmm. so that we can set up for our big event next year at that event. Nice. So it's pretty cool. Great partnership. Uh, and we'll be out on the California coast yeah, uh, in so November nice. next year. So yeah. it'll be great. It's always nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think I asked this last time. And every time someone comes on, like I love asking, like, what do you envision for the future of all of this? Because, you know... Even from like last time now, it's about five six months mm-hmm. probably. You know, it's I've seen it gain pace pretty rapidly. So I'm like, has that goal changed at all? Like, what do you? No, no, my <laughs> goals haven't changed. Uh, I have a, a lot of goals, uh, and I think it's important to have a number of goals yeah. and a number of directions that you can drive your business to. Because not everything goes the way you expect, yeah. right? But what we have is. Uh, a group of people in doing this sport that are really into it. Yeah. So they want to fight as often as possible. So I need to create events so they can they can fight and, mm-hmm. and get together and do this stuff and test yeah. themselves. We also have a demand from from people out there who want to see this stuff. Once they got a taste of it on the television show Night Fight, yeah. they're like, oh, that's a thing? Yeah. Yes, it's a thing, and we're willing to bring it to you. Uh but it costs a little money, mm-hmm. and so you know nothing's free. So we've got a business that needs to go to and, and go to an event and raise some money and and pay some of our fighters because this equipment, as you can tell, needs to be replaced. Yeah. Right. And so our equipment is all disposable. Yeah. Right. You look at equipment as you buy a helmet; it's not going to last long term. Yeah. So you need to be able to afford to get a new helmet. So I need my fighters to start to make a little bit of money. Uh, I need our events to make some more money uh, so that we can uh, afford to provide all the tools for all for all our fighters. Uh, but on that other end of that, the future of this is I'd love to see Knights Halls in a variety of communities. Yeah. I'd love to see people doing the sparring all over the place. Uh, I'd love to see armored combat in every single city in the United States, every town, and, you know, having kids doing children's foam fighting, right? Using our rule set, but fighting with foam, uh, and doing something other than, uh, you know, going to karate classes. Not every kid wants to do that. Not every kid wants to play football, Mm -hmm. right? But you want to get a kid who plays D&D off the couch, you give him a you give him a sword, yeah, right. You give mm-hmm. him a foam sword Absolutely. so he can go play whatever game it is he's playing live. Yeah, uh, you want to get a, a couch potato moving, mm-hmm. right? That's <laughs> it's 
this is the sport for nerds. Yeah. Right. And and uh, I'm a, a lifelong nerd, and uh, admit to it thoroughly. Uh, we do gaming. We do gaming at the hall. We do you know, miniatures painting. We do all kinds of, of stuff. So yeah. whatever you want to do, you know, that's what our community is about: is sword fighting and nerd stuff, yeah. comics, movies, all of that stuff. Yeah. So we create our communities, we build our Knights Halls in a variety of places, we have events all over the place, have people having a good time, having experiences, yeah. right? And so you can make nerds healthy nerds, right? Yeah. right? Yeah. And we can be healthy nerds by working out and eating right and having community and going and performing and fighting together on the weekends and during the weeks, uh, we hang out together. Yeah, because I can always see that as... I don't want to call people nerds, but, you know, there's always that thing where they're like, well, we don't want to play football, we don't want to do this, because it just seems jockey, you know? Yeah. But then, you know, put a weapon in their hands, and maybe they're a little bit more interested in working out, you know? It's the same, well, it's not the same thing, but, like, the, the exercise and getting in shape is the same thing, but at least you have a, you have that outlet, you know? Oh, you have that choice. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Exactly what you said there, right? So people are looking for experiences. Um uh, how many people are doing obstacle racing now? Yeah, a ton. Right? A ton yeah. of people, right? People of all walks of life are doing these things that are experiential. Mm-hmm. And what we do is experiential. Uh, it's also, it's okay to be a nerd now, yeah. right? You know, there was a st- saying that word, I'm a nerd, right, 20 <laughs> years ago, right? There was Revenge of the Nerds in movies, right? Uh <laughs> And there was a stigma to being one. And now everyone is. How many people are watching Marvel comic movies? Yeah. Right? How many people like Game of Thrones? That was yeah. all nerd stuff. Yeah. Right? Now it's pop, part of our popular culture. It's yeah. part of our everyday life. Everyone loves doing it. And people who were afraid to say, oh, I like to do that stuff, aren't afraid to say it anymore. Yeah. Right? They don't get shit for it for for being a uh, someone who likes comic books. Yeah. And then even, even coming down to this level, like, so if you're like, yeah, I go and, you know, do medieval combat on the weekends, people are like, ha, dork. Because <laughs> now, you know, like I said, you have a little bit of frame of reference there where people, like, everyone watches, like, Game of Thrones, and they're like, mm-hmm. that was kind of rough. You know, that's yeah. that's, that's not fun. <laughs> yeah. And, and once people put on 65, 85 pounds armor, yeah. and they realize it's not the weight that's bothering you, but the heat. Yeah. Right, because now you're in this suit of armor, and you're mm-hmm. there's nowhere for the heat to go. Yeah. So you're just sucking that heat, and <laughs> you, you've got to get used to that. Uh, so it makes you a hardy person. Yeah. Um, so we have doing our sport. We have military folks all the way to to high level academics mm-hmm. and everybody in between, blue collar, white collar. All the collars go away once you put on armor. Yeah. Right. And it's like, okay, we are all fighters and we're all people doing this thing. We all have a love for or a passion for medieval fighting. Mm -hmm. Right. And all of that, all the politics, all that stuff's all gone. Yeah. No one even talks about it. It's just fighting. Yeah. And uh, there's something really pure about that. Uh, And I think it's good for good for people yeah so yeah violence yeah there's a little violence we're hitting each other with weapons yeah but it's all controlled right and uh, we have lots of safety rules in place and we'd love to have everybody doing it yeah uh, and if someone out there wants to do it just contact us at the night's hall yeah yeah it's a great way to I see to vent stress 
<laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> After Absolutely. a good workout, you know. You know, when folks come in from a bad day, they go right down into the what we call the underhaul. They go to the heavy bags and they start hitting away. Yeah. Right? We have the heavy bags and we have pels, which are for, designed for axes and swords to hit. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. So how do people reach out, learn a little more about you? So uh, first off, you can uh, find us on Facebook, The Knights Hall on Facebook, or you can go to thenightshall.com, which is our website, and uh, reach out to us there. Uh, I'm on Facebook as well as J. Travis Brooks Sr., uh, so you can reach out to me uh, on Facebook. I think we've got an Instagram too. <laughs> I have, I'm not so good with that one yet, but it's The Knights Hall. Yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This was great. Always is. Yeah. Thank you guys all for watching. Definitely reach out. Give it a try. I'm going to be joining pretty soon, too. I keep saying that. Sounds We'll get there eventually. Sounds awesome, man. (laughs) And it's going to be fun. So everyone be good. Have a great day. Thank you very much. Want more New Hampshire Business Show? Find us at iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and www.nhbusinessshow.com.